You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, episode 63. The podcast is produced every Monday night and airs every Tuesday morning. More information can be found on our website, derekandsteve.com. There's only 24 hours in a day. It's true. And that's the maximum that any one person can listen to podcasts. Derek and Steve present... Ooh, it rattled my confidence. Um, (laughs) Okay, what about the Musée d'Orsay in Paris? Incorrect. That's number 14. (laughs) I mean... The red grapes aren't as consistently red as the green grapes are green. So. That's true. That's a good point about green grapes. Imagine if Gatorade came out with wine flavors, not like alcoholic. Right, right. And then like beer flavors. You got like a Bud, Bud, Bud Light flavored Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 63 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, what's going on? What? Darn it, Derek. Get it together. I, I just got too many things to I got too many things to do <laughs> to to get the audio ready and I never think of it. But you always try all, I do, you always but, give yourself but then that. I start to trip over my words if I start to try to think of what I'm gonna say while I'm saying the thing that leads into that. I can tell every single time you're trying to do it. <laughs> There's like a half second where you're trying to think of a new question. And it's after I say what episode we're on. It's yeah. like I'm not really worried about it till then. And then you're and like, then uh, I'm like what and then you you realize you can't and fall back to like, what's going on. Um, welcome to episode 63 of You Heard It Here Second. And as soon as I start to say who I am, that's... then that means I'm close to saying who you are, <sighs> which means that I'm close to needing to talk to you. <laughs> that's and, I, tough. and then I'm like, wait, I, sh- I should ask him something different than I always that's ask him. That's the toughest part of everyone's but I'm, day. But now this is a five-second span in which I'm talking and I can't be thinking about something else while I'm talking about Listen, the thing I have to say. no one blames you, Derek. It's, it's a product of <laughs> the system. It's a um, lack of preparation. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing is going on, Derek. Uh, we 63 is a good number. Yeah, Very happy we're here. Yeah. 63 weeks. Um, close, closing in on 100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting closer. Every day. Um, Every day. I, I wonder how much... We, we don't really keep track of how many weeks we've taken off. I could tell I'm you curious, it's probably five. It's probably five. It's less than 10, absolutely. It's less than 10, for sure. I bet you it's between five. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably five to 10. I bet it's six or seven. Six or seven is probably a good guess. Um because it's been over a year. It's been significantly over a year that we've been doing it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like a year. No, it doesn't. Um, in fact, I, uh, I'm i going to give a little shout-out to our friend James okay. Murphy, who uh, used a bunch of clips of oh, himself yeah. on our podcast to help him to get into business school. Yeah. Um, he had to like, do a creative yeah, resume the, build it, it booster. He needed a, a resume booster um, and like a, a compliment to an essay, basically, a non-written form of, of, uh, of media or something that he could show. And he, he made a little website and clipped together some clips of him talking on our podcast. And uh, I went and I checked it out when he sent it to us. And one of and – and this is when today it struck me about how long we've been doing this is that one of his clips was him talking about the Celtics getting redemption in Game 3 against the Hawks, coming back and winning Game 3 after they had lost the first two games <laughs> in Atlanta. And that was round one of last year's playoffs. Yeah. And that was Murph's third or fourth appearance on the podcast. Jeez. What was, was – a year ago, NBA playoffs. Is it good or bad that we've been doing it this long? I think I hope it's good. I, I think hope it's good. good. I feels, think it's good. Feels good. <laughs> so um, anyway, so little 63. shout out to James. So Sixty three. Um, it's cool to to finally see our not finally, but to to see a physical manifestation of the podcast yeah. being helpful to society. Yeah, <laughs> it helped him. It helped. So, it helped our friend get into school. At least you, that's what I'm going to tell myself. I mean, I think it's the only reason he got in. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to say that we are the reason. That Murph got into business school. I think we can go with that. And I think uh, 
He's welcome any. I think that's, he's welcome on any time. Yeah, that's that's not really a questionable statement. So there we go. All right, uh, you want to start off BC update? I guess I'll start off with the BC update. There's nothing going on <laughs> in the BC world. Nothing. The only thing we should mention, and this is just for BC fans who uh, are really big BC fans, but um, deadline for tailgate spots for next year's football season is coming up. I think it's May 31st. Is that right? Does that sound right? It usually is May 31st. I have I didn't get I didn't see a confirmation that that was the deadline this year, but I am assuming it is because that's anyway, what it is every year. The they're very strict about the yes, deadline, they are. so keep that in mind. It's coming up. If you want to join our tailgate, let us know. If you want to do your own, do it, but you got to do it soon. Yeah. Um, so that's just a quick little reminder. Other than that, nothing going on. Like we said last time, Jarman doesn't actually start until June, June. 1st, I think they said, or, or June, sometime in June. So we won't see any real activity until till June. Right. So that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, we've been saying that for a couple of episodes now that uh, we can continue to look forward to the Jarman era, but it really hasn't begun yet. Uh, and, you know, I, I did read some stuff that he hopefully is going to – I was reading that he – has a lot of things in mind about the game day experience, which is hopefully good. I, I didn't, there's no physical, there's no tangible, uh, like actual identifiable things that he said he's going to change yet or anything. But, uh, I did see one of his answers on his press, uh, appearance on the opening, the introduction of him as the AD. Uh, he did mention that to him, the game day experience is starts from the moment that a fan leaves their house. And so, you know, f- you know, the travel to the game, the entire experience of the game and leaving the game is all part of the game day experience. Now, is he he's going to fix the T? Yeah. <laughs> so so he is completely revamping Boston's MBTA. And <laughs> that's great. Will, yeah, so it's going to be great. <laughs> um, but no, so so it's just uh, obviously that's way bigger beyond the scope of what he can fix. But uh, it's good to see that he aim high has has goals to make the entire process better. I love it. Um, so we'll see we'll see what kind of changes come into play. Probably not a ton this year, but you never know. Um, and he'll be starting his uh, duties on June. First, I presume. So cool. That's well, it for the BC update. Get your tailgating donations in, or, or reach out to us if you want to. If you have questions about uh, being able to join ours, or, or even if you just want to know how it works to get your own, you can ask us too. Um, mm-hmm. But the deadline for, of May thirty first is pretty strict. If they have enough people to fill the spots, um, it, you know, if there's not enough uh, demand, then there will be spots open still. But at the thirty first, they will start filling up all the spots. Um, that are unclaimed. So uh, definitely get your stuff in, and uh, that's that. BC Update is pretty small today. That's that. So. Small BC Update. Uh, we didn't mention we do have a three-period show today. Just yes. And you're already through one of them. We're so already we're, through one of them, yeah. We are we, cruising cru- today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pop Culture is coming up next, followed by sports. Um, no guest this week. We had a very good guest last week. Um, now we're kind of coming down off that high and talking about pop culture and sports. So... Without further ado, the first thing we want to say in pop culture, I didn't know where to put this either, but uh, Mother's Day is on Sunday, Derek. Yeah, Mother's Day Mother's on Sunday. Mother's Day. So. Um, that's that. Just a reminder for all you listeners. Yep. Mother's Day Sunday. Start getting your Mother's Day gifts now. Yeah, My mom forget. is actually coming to Boston. Is I don't she? know if you knew that. Oh, nice. The Tampa Bay Rays play oh, the Red sweet. Sox at Fenway yeah. on Sunday, so we surprised sweet. my mom with a trip to Boston and tickets to the Rays game. And awesome. she's She's a big Rays fan. So. Awesome. Yeah, so we're doing that. Um, probably great. buy some flowers, do North End dinner. Cool. You know, the classics. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. What are you doing? No plans? Uh, I'm going home. I'm going home to uh, to my house, which is not very far away uh, for Mother's Day. And uh, 
No big plans yet, though. I'm off to coordinate with my brother and my cousin. Just, cousins, thank, just thank your mom a ton. Just thank my mom, yeah. Uh, got our gift, but I can't say it on the air because that would spoil it in case she listens. That's so. true. Um, that would so spoil yeah, it. So, so that's, uh, but yeah, so I'll be uh, going home for that. And, you know, all the mothers out there got to... Mother's Day creeps up on you. Mad respect. M- yeah, Mother's Day well, creeps up on you. So because there's a lot of days where you have to appreciate a lot of different people. Yeah. And yeah. Mother's Day kind of yeah. gets jammed right in there. My my mom and dad's birthday is also oh. pretty close. Not close, but it's um close to er, each other or close to Mother's close Day. Close to each other and early in the year. Okay. So it's and then their anniversary is a few months after mm-hmm. that. So it's kind of like a lot of days <laughs> in a row. Yeah. So you're right. It creeps up on you a bit. Yeah. It's good. It's better. It's a little better when they're bunched together, but um. But I just find that Mother's – actually, it's Mother's Day and Father's Day, I think, that – Are you pro-Mother's? I'm pro-Mother's, yeah. What you? about pro-Mother's Day? I'm pro-Mother's Day. Me too. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think uh, those are two holidays that creep up on you because they, they're not – they don't have an identifiable date, a memorable date in your head, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, – it's they're, – they're, you know, they're in May and June. I think Father's Day is sometime in June. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they creep just up a, on you. Yeah, so. quick reminder. If we uh, didn't remind you, you would have forgot. So you would have forgot about your own mothers. Yeah, which is terrible. Which is terrible. Uh, also, next on pop culture, we've actually a big important section that we've been planning for weeks: <laughs> the hot summer movie preview. Amazing sound effect. Yeah, that's it's not a long intro like our other our other one. But. Yeah. Um, so we are just going to basically, we thought this would actually be pretty informative for people who are uh, either moviegoers or just want to stay up on pop culture, but there's a lot of movies, I guess memorable movies, as you as you pointed out, I would say 90% of these are reboots. <laughs> yeah, that's 90% my biggest 90% of them criticism. are reboots. It's, it's actually, now that we have them written out, it's pretty terrible to, to read, but we'll do a quick two sentences on each one. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, already out. Derek, thoughts? So I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and I definitely want to see Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think it was a great mix of, uh, of humor and action and, uh, and special effects and all that other stuff, I guess. Uh, but the humor is the part that kind of makes it different than other movies in that genre. So Keep track of this, will like you? It. Superhero movie, yes or no? Superhero movie. My gut is telling me no. But like it kind of is. Well, right. Market is one. I'm going to keep track okay. of the superhero movies coming out this okay. summer. Um, yes. Also very excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. First one was hilarious. Um, sequels are never as good, especially sequels like this, kind of like comedy yeah. sequels. Uh, I still expect it to be really good. Excited for it. Um, and it's out already, so you can see it whenever you want. Yeah. Next up, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. This is a Christopher Nolan movie. The... Um, is he in, he's like Inception and Interstellar, yep. maybe. He's a, he's a very oh, – what's the other one? Batman? Did he uh, do Dark Knight? I can check. I believe he did do the Dark Knight series, but yeah. Um, so very dark, gritty movies, very realistic. Um, he's got a very unique style. Um, so it's, a, it's the story of Dunkirk, World War II, I believe, um, where the um, – I think it's the U.S. Army or um, allies were trapped – on a beach, just basically pinned down, being bombed and berated, and they, there was no escape. They were, it was water on one side and the enemy on the other, and they were stuck. Um, and the town, I think it's the town of Dunkirk, all like the fishermen and these little like rowboats and stuff would row across the channel, pick them up, and bring them back. And while they were going, they were getting shot at. And it, so it's very, very intense 
trailer. It's a very intense story, and it's cool that he's telling that story. So this is one of the unique movies that I'm excited about, if not the only unique movie on the list. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, I don't know too much about it, and, and with most of these, I don't know too much about what they are going to be. I haven't seen the trailers for most of these, but uh, Christopher Nolan did do those movies that you mentioned. He did, yes. did The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar. Uh, he did Memento, uh, The Prestige, Inception, Man of Steel. So he's done a lot of... Uh, Done a lot of movies. So. Done a lot of movies and a lot of good movies. So That's, I, I yeah. look forward to seeing Dunkirk. That comes out this summer. Next up, uh, another superhero movie, another reboot, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, so if you, if those of you have seen the new Avengers movies, I think, or like Captain America Civil War or whatever the new one is, there's a new Spider-Man. They're rebooting him again, uh, I think, for the, for the upcoming Justice League series. That's the idea, to reboot all of them so that they can be in one Justice League movie. Uh, I'm excited for this one. The, if I, I watched Civil America, uh, what's his name? Captain America. Captain America: Civil War, and the this Spider-Man was the best character okay. by far. He's like okay. young. He's kind of quirky. He definitely doesn't need to be a superhero. Doesn't want to be a superhero. No, is that he's that? still kind of like in shock that he's with superheroes. Right. So he's like asking for autographs from the people he's fighting with. So he's it's now is that the actor you're talking about? Like like is that the actor or is it the is that the actually the character, the character. In, in Civil War? The character in Civil War. The new okay. Spider Man character. Peter Parker. Is it, Peter Parker is yeah, very okay, funny. Okay, okay. He's a very funny, goofy superhero. Right. But but Peter Parker is in the Captain America movie. I haven't seen Correct. it. Correct. Yeah, okay, okay. Correct. Um, and the actors is cast very well. He's yeah, kinda yeah. like a, a doofy looking little teen guy and but he's very very funny um so that one should be good and that's two strikes for superhero movies yep third strike wonder woman yep Uh, i think that's either out or coming out very soon i just checked before because i had seen the trailer and and didn't know uh it's june 2nd it comes out okay so it's within a month they're also pushing that very hard Mm -hmm. Uh, that's another big push and i I mean i'm happy to see a a female lead as the superhero so I, i hope it does really well i personally hate all new superhero type movies I just think they're all yeah. the same. Yeah, like they they're are. all the same. They are, and um, they all just get rebooted again <laughs> several yeah. times over. So, yep. Um, but but with that said, I don't think there's been too many reboots of Wonder Woman. I don't I don't know if there's been another. I don't think there's definitely not a new one. Yeah, there's been Wonder Woman recently. Movies. They yeah. did they did have they did come out with a TV show. I think right Wonder Supergirl Wonder, Supergirl, too. which is yeah. uh, sorry, that's basically the equivalent of Wonder Woman to me. But um, the the movie has not been rebooted in a while. I don't think if there was there was there an original Wonder Woman movie or is it just just the comic? Good question. It, it would have to be very old, yeah. not in our not in yeah. our lifetime. So either way, that's not quite as repetitive as the other ones. But um, so that's three. I'll, I'll see it not in theaters, but I'll, I'll see it sometime. That's three superhero movies. Uh, up next, a movie that we are stoked about, weirdly stoked about, King Arthur. King Arthur, um, yeah. directed by Spike Lee. Very good trailers. You have definitely seen them. They are really pushing this movie hard too. <laughs> Um, it's everywhere and anywhere. Looks like a giant budget. Looks like a very high CGI, high production value movie. So it'll probably won't be that great. <laughs> but I- I'll see it. I think the trailers look really good. I think Spike Lee does a very good job at like kind of modernizing old stuff. So like there's going to be a lot of cool music. It's going to be, I don't know, it's not going to be old school, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like, Oh wait, not Spike Lee. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I have to look that up. I wouldn't say uh, so you can check on that. I, I wouldn't say I'm super amped for this movie, but I, it's the trailers are super exciting. Um, it's like you said, it's going to be high action, high uh, budget, you know, 
probably won't be the best movie, um, but it's going to be one of those very exciting movies, I'm guessing. Oh, it's uh, Guy Ritchie. Sorry. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Okay. Another one of those type Spike Lee guys. Just right. like very right. cool, hip movies. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so yeah, there you go. King Arthur. King not, Arthur. Not a superhero movie. We'll see that in theaters. I'm... I will see that in theaters. Could, that comes out May twelfth, I think. Is it? Okay. Or May? Yeah, comes Sometime, out this weekend. Yeah, it's this weekend. Very excited cool. for that. Next up, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Didn't even bother to look up the name. Won't see that. Just... <laughs> they need to cut those out. Is I, that the same Johnny Depp again? Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm Man. I'm all for. I love the concept and the theme. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is a great well, the, the movies were good. movie the series. Movies are good. Yeah, yeah, it's a great series. It's a great. Yeah, environment it's, it's a great world that they created i just can't do another movie it's not even just the theme and the concept like like the movies were good and, and johnny depp was great in them that's what johnny depp that's what that's it's one of his most identifiable play, yeah. characters that he's ever played and uh yeah just enough is enough here enough I is enough like, just let it be amazing yeah let it be what it was and then maybe reboot one in 10 years yeah not three years after the latest so yeah. not excited for that uh, also, another movie series that needs to die, Transformers The Last Night. I'm not even sure if Mark Wahlberg's in there. I don't know what like what could they be doing with these movies. And who is paying to see these movies? No idea. Because the reason they make them is because they make a, so much money, you would lose your mind. They make yeah. so much money. And I don't – I mean, it's got to be middle schoolers and, and yeah. teenagers just wanting action movies. But – I am so over the Transformers movies too. Just very dumb. Yeah, it's it just it feels like, I mean, yeah, you're right. They 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 continue to make tons of money. All these types of movies, and, and it's, it's just yeah. and the first one was good. Like the first one, maybe even the second yeah. one was okay. Yeah, but they just need to stop. They need to stop making yeah. them. Every, every one of these series needs to understand when it's uh, when it's time to pull the plug, and uh, just move to something else. Just just like. You can make another it's Michael movie. Michael Bay. He makes, you can make he makes a movie. lot of movies and a lot of good movies. So just, I, I'm not telling anyone to stop making movies. Just like, <laughs> yeah. just buy, literally, no, like, just buy someone else's screenplay. Like, the, the, there's not a creativity factor for Michael Bay. Michael Bay doesn't write these movies. Like, just explode just, different just things. Go, the, you know how many screenwriters are out there writing movies that are not being read by anybody? Like, like that's happening everywhere. I guarantee it. And, just and blow other stuff these, up. These, these, there's these people, these with really creative minds that probably are unable to break into the industry because nobody will go pick up their script and give them a shot Bay's because they making... need to make Transformers 50. Yeah. Like. Okay. So we hate Transformers. <laughs> Next up, The Mummy. They're rebooting The Mummy. Uh, Tom Cruise is going to be in it. I loved the first Mummies. Yeah. Very good movies. Don't think it needed to be rebooted again. <laughs> I, uh, it's just, I agree. I, again. I, I'm kind of. And the stupid thing is. The reason that these movies exist is because they're going to make enough money to, mm. to continue. Yeah. Until we stop seeing them, that's when they'll stop making them, and people are not going to stop seeing them. Right. Like, The Mummy will break all – like, one of these movies will break the record for most – for most like, biggest box office weekend yeah. ever, just because every other weekend something does. Yeah. Fast and Furious did. Their yeah. Fate of the Furious, whatever. They just continue – I don't know what it is. She just can't do it. Anyway – the Mummy, Tom Cruise, whatever. Alien Covenant. No, nothing about this. Chalk it up for another reboot. It's yeah. an Alien reboot. Uh, the only cool thing is Danny McBride is in it. Okay. Um, he's, uh, what's his character on it? Uh, he's bounded down. Kenny, uh, Kenny, Kenny Powers. Powers. Yeah. So he's Kenny Powers. He plays the same person in everything he ever does. Yeah, including this? Including is, this. Is this. He's a, like okay. a Texas kind of douchebag, whatever. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, the Alien Covenant. Didn't love the first Aliens. Don't think they needed some more, but who knows? Uh, here we go into at least something a bit new. Uh, the Dark Tower. Uh, it's a Stephen King novel. You haven't seen the trailer for it yet, Derek, because you don't watch trailers right. religiously like I do. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a, like a fantasy movie. There's a tower that that holds two worlds together, and ours is one of them. Blah blah blah. Uh, but it's new. It's a Stephen King novels. He he's a very creative writer, very unique writer. Um, and then another Stephen King novel is being made. It the clown movie. Yeah. Have you seen trailers for that? I did. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I'm, I've never that been the guy scary. who's afraid of clowns, but a lot of people have are deathly afraid yeah. of them. And this is a reboot as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of and there there was a pre there was a movie that was made previously. Yes. Yeah. So um, and apparently it's it's I saw a comparison of, of the, the yeah, of the I trailers. Saw I saw that. Yeah. And it's almost, almost frame identical. for frame. Yeah. Which is kind of what if you're gonna do a reboot, just do it. Yeah. Just like so, well, so remake is, the movie. Is with, that the way the movie is gonna be? I don't know. know. I pro- probably. Uh, yeah. Why not? Interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cool. yeah I, I wasn't sure if they had just done that for the trailer, or if like, or if at least a majority of the movie is going to be, they're going to try to make it frame for frame like that. Interesting. Yeah. So if so. you're into scary movies, it coming coming out this summer. Yeah. Uh, next, the King, the new Kingsman movie, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Uh, kind of the first Kingsman kind of went under the radar. Very good uh, English James Bond or British James Bond with a little more humor. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's very very. Easy, I guess. It's kind of like a ridiculous movie. It's a ridiculous movie. Watch yeah. it on. It's a Sunday movie. You'll be done with it. You'll say, "Ah, oh, that was good. I'm glad I watched that." You yeah. give it a 75, Steve Nichols avocados, <laughs> and you move on with your life. But I'm really glad that they're making a second one because I don't know. It's a very unique movie. It's yeah. I have never seen a movie like it. Before. Yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah, can I compare sorry. it to anything. Uh. It's no. just it's a it's a spy, Secret Service movie that's funny, but not like Austin Powers funny. It's realistic James it's like Bond a, funny. It's kind of like a, uh, the only thing that's coming to mind that we were talking about recently was the uh, BBC show Sher- uh, Sherlock. Oh yeah, it's got in sense of humor wise. It's uh, a little similar, dry, similar. Yeah, well, it's British, but 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 it's but it's over the top like uh, action as well. Yeah. So, so it's like it's like a Sherlock mixed with like a James Bond. There you uh, go, standard James Bond. Yeah. Um, I recommend so, the first Kingsman if you haven't seen it, yeah. uh, and then if you're looking for something to do this summer, yeah. the new Kingsman movie, The Golden Circle. Last movie on our hot summer movie preview, Creed Two. Creed Two. I remember reviewing Creed One when we saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Creed a lot. That, I thought that was a great movie. Sylvester Stallone, yeah. I think, should have won Best Supporting Actor. Uh, and they're making a second one. There's no details on it yet. We just saw that it's lined up for I think November. So that's a fall movie preview. Okay. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's that's a sequel I can get behind because the Rocky so, the Rocky yeah. series is a classic. Right. They rebooted it, but, but differently. But differently. Like, yeah. It, it's like, a diff- It's a new it's a, boxing movie in the, in same, the world. same world. Yeah. Which is re- reboots that are different in the same world are not really reboots to me. Like I, I compare it to like Rogue, like Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. Is a new yeah. rebooted movie, but they just use basically like use the work product of another movie. Yeah. Don't copy it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's that's basically what Creed one was, and you know I'm I'm fine with them making a series of Creed movies. I think it actually might be cool um, as a new generation version of what R- the Rocky series was, um, with Michael B. Jordan, you know, performing as well in that role as as Sylvester Stallone did in, as Rocky back in in those movies. Yeah. So 
Um, I think they have an identifiable star character there, and I don't see any reason why they wouldn't continue to make them. Yeah, and if Michael B. Jordan got that jacked for that movie, yeah, yeah. there's no reason for him not to at least do try another to get, one. Try to get two <laughs> movies out of that box. Yeah. Like he was <laughs> so unbelievably ripped. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, it? yeah. So, um, so there you go, Creed. I uh, Creed two. I'm in. I don't know if it's called Creed two. That's just kind of how they. Uh, what the second Creed? Yeah, 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 the second exactly. Creed. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I, for sequels, I'm not as down on sequels as I am on just reboots. So I'm gonna go through. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We just talked thirteen movies really quickly. Yep. Here are the brand spanking new movies that we reviewed coming out this summer. Dunkirk, Dark Tower, and that's it. Yeah. Two out of thirteen. Are just pure, are pure new, new concept, movies. concept movies. Yeah. What is King Arthur off of? I mean, there's been King. I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that's on the fence because King Arthur yeah, is. Yeah, it doesn't have any real solidified previous yeah, it's movies. It's not like, but like exactly. Yeah, it's not a new. It's not a new concept yeah. at all. Yeah. It's just a, a movie about. But give it half credit, and it's two and a half. Two out and of, half out, out of 13. thirteen. Which is embarrassing for right, movie yeah. industry. I hate it. Yeah. Like Get Out was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. It was yeah. brand spanking new. Yeah, I and agree. low budget. I agree. I agree. And we talked about the possibility that that movie would spark a low budget movement of movies. So this is a whole nother conversation. And yeah. you should. I, I listened to a p- podcast called Planet Money. Mm-hmm. They did a, an episode on Get Out and and the producer of Get Out. And apparently, he he's changing the way the movie industry is run, but apparently not too well. But he will make, with an extremely strict, tight budget, 15 movies a year. And the, the budget is so low for each one of these movies. But, and, and he, he pays unknown actors. He, he, it's usually things are shot within one or two uh, a- areas, not usually like a big, expansive set. Uh, and the hope is it blows up. Yeah. And it makes a ton of money, and your return on investment is so great. Mm-hmm. It's not like a five hundred million dollar movie that makes seven hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, right. It's a fifty thousand dollar movie that yeah. makes two hundred fifty million dollars. Right. Kind of like Get Out. Like Get right. Out was extremely low budget, right. only a few different actors. And you'll notice, and there's a lot of different um, little things about this, and I, that's why I really recommend the podcast. Is that the extras, if they say a certain amount of words they have to be charged a certain amount. Huh. So in all of his movies, they only say like under 10 words. Yeah. Whatever the, the, the right, limit right. is. Um, because then technically you're an actor. They're an extra. Yeah, you're yeah, an yeah. actor versus right, an extra. Right, right, right. So in every single one of the movies, another one of those movies was um, uh, The Boy Next Door or whatever. Terrible movie, but he said we kept it on our budget. It didn't lose a ton of money. Yeah. And right. three of the other movies went big. Yeah, so you right. you end up losing... It's like high volume bets. Yeah. Not just one giant bet. Right. Right. Um, it's very interesting. And that was Get Out. And I'm hoping that that, you're right, changes the industry. Well, a bit. at least to some degree. I, like, I mean, every, I, every I, one I, of these I'm, movies. I'm fine with there still being. Like, like, I still want there to be $500 million movies that get made. But, yeah. like, I mean, when 10 out of 13, 11 out of 13 on a list are are big money building off of previous movies. It's like, you know, that's that's a problem. Yeah, and me. it's a little biased too because they don't 
the ones that I'm talking about don't spend money on advertising either. Yeah, that's so, true. So there, you there, don't are more, there are more movies coming out than this that are lower budget. Exactly. Than, yeah. That could be great, and then they eventually Yeah. In fact, get, I mean, Get Out. Like, I didn't hear about Get Out until people started saying, like, you got to go see Get Out. Exactly. Like, it wasn't – that wasn't before it came out. That exactly. was, like, as it came out. That's the idea. Yeah. yeah. So – so there you go. There you go. There's the and hot I, summer movie preview. There's the hot summer movie preview. Uh, and Derek, I think that does it for pop culture. The Monster Jam Sports. All right, we're into sports. You know what, what that segue. sound means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you didn't guess from that clip, we are in the sports section we're now. In the sports so, section now. Um, kick it off with the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby happened on Saturday. Uh, as it always does, and I think I guess the first Saturday of May is that the rule. Yeah, I guess that's the date it's always on. Um, uh, Kentucky Derby, six thirty was its uh, race time, so it's a long six thirty four, but really like six forty five. Yep. Um, and a uh, long day leading up to it. What 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 are your what are your thoughts about the Kentucky Derby? Kentucky Derby is always 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 overhyped. Yep. It's never great. That being said, this was the first time that I've ever won. I picked the horse we did out of a hat. It was nothing special. I think I won $30 tops. But when you win, you kind of feel like it's worth it. The whole Kentucky <laughs> Derby is worth it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to bet on this horse at the Preakness, always dreaming, or as uh, Murph likes to call him, always creaming. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean – Similar to like NASCAR, uh, it's just one big day, one big event. If you're into it, you're really into it. If you're not, yeah. it's just another day. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy it. I could do without it. I, I That's exactly the way that I would describe it. Um, I've talked before about have so – The best thing it, though – sorry to interrupt. No, is fine. There's like seven hours of, of oh, yeah, it's pre, ridiculous. pregame it's ridiculous. for a race, for, like, a, for a mile and a half horse race. Yeah. What can you even – that's like talking about each horse for 45 Patrick, minutes. If you could somehow, like – imagine if you could somehow relay to the horses <laughs> in a way that they could understand that these people are, are breaking them down on television for seven hours before the race. Like, if you could somehow relay that to a horse, like, how, how hard would that horse laugh? The at, most. At that? that horse would laugh so like, loud. They, like, it's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Um, horse racing I've said this, I've said this a lot, you know, in many cases about not just horse racing, but, uh, college basketball. Sometimes we've talked about it, March Madness and and that we can't watch all the teams. And like, there's a bunch of different cases. I've talked about it before. It's like the concept of just like your sports bandwidth and like the Derby just doesn't cut it for me. Like I I just, well, March Madness is the, the example you get over, saturated yeah you're oversaturated but but then also every year you're like oh i wish i watched more of these teams during the season so i would know who to pick and it's like you it's don't just, wish you it's just sports horses. it's a sports bandwidth issue like you have so much bandwidth you can spend on sports it's like any it's like it's like your internet you can only do so much on it and uh and sports bandwidth. And, and i and i just th- there's no room for horse racing in it for me um you know i i, I pay too much attention to the four major sports and my teams in, in particular in those sports. And I just – I can't do college basketball all season. I can't do horse racing. I can't do NASCAR. I can't do any of those. No. Can't do golf, really. I, I mean, I'll watch, like, the major golf tournaments. I can't, but do, I can't do a sport where I, I'm not constantly evaluating the players or the athletes or the yeah. horses, I guess. Yeah. Because you can't 
Uh, well, like, yeah, I, I can't. I can't do enough research for horses. Oh yeah, to, to care totally. about one race. Totally. Which is yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. yeah. To- so like, that's sort. I guess that's sort of a separate argument. Like, horse racing is not really. I don't think anyone likes horse racing. <laughs> like, like, like as as a sport, like in general, you know, like all the time. A lot. Like, I do, live in Florida, Derek. A lot of people watch horse racing. That's at the dog track. Well, well, right. But if they're if they're if they're doing that primarily to bet on it, and they're not following the horses, then it's a little different. Um, That's true. You know, so so it's not even that it's like uh, it's not even the the lack of like likability or followability for me. It's just like you know, I just we were watching the Rangers game. Um, during the Derby and like the Rangers ended up going to overtime. And so we watched the Derby in between the third period and overtime. Um, but like, I, I was sitting there watching the third period and I'm like, if the Derby happens right now, I don't like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Like, okay, like yeah. and I don't even care about this game. Like, like Ranger senators, like neither is my team. I don't really even care that much about this game, but I do. I care so little about the Derby in comparison. It's just, it just doesn't rank high enough for me to care about it, but it, it's a fun event. It's a fun it signifies a fun time of year, Derby Day. Yeah, um, it's true. It's, so, it's it's a seasonal. And we're going to the Preakness, so it's and we're going to the Preakness. You got it. It's worth so some being of the, tuned into it. Some of those horses will be yeah at the Preakness. Yeah, most sure. of them probably. Yeah, always dreaming will be there. We're betting big for sure. Yeah. So all right, now on to cooler sports, Derek. Cooler sports. Well, one actually quick <laughs> note. <laughs> Less, well, golf, golf's cool. Same, golf's cool. But yeah, but not the coolest sport. <laughs> uh, John Daly won his first tournament since two thousand four. Golf legend, not in the typical sense, not not an Arnold Palmer <laughs> legend where they just changed the game. Uh, John Daly just got drunk and played a yep. lot of a lot of golf, That's what and did. was basically golf's party boy for a long time. Yep. Won his first tournament since two thousand four, um, and immediately got showered in champagne and beer, which makes it, sense. And it, and if you haven't seen the photo, just Google John Daly wins tournament. I think it was like uh, some some minor PGA tournament. Um, it is a great photo. His arm—he's wearing American flag pants. His arms are s- spread open, and there's like four guys spraying him with champagne on on the golf course. So it's a very—it's a very. If you don't know much about John Daly, there is a, uh, a thirty for thirty on him. Yeah. I didn't watch. I think it's called Hit It Hard or yeah. something like that. So like, if for some reason you really want to just know who John Daly is, watch that first, and then a lot more will make or sense. Or you can tell a lot by the photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to know who John Daly is. Google the photo of him winning the most recent <laughs> tournament. Um, congrats to him. I mean, he's he's gonna play golf forever. So it's just it's just a, a fun a fun win for golf culture. Is is John Daly? Absolutely. So golf's party boy gets the win. Um, that's it for golf. Uh, moves us on to the NBA and the NHL, where the playoffs are going on. So the NBA will start there. Uh, we have a tale of two. Uh, styles of series yeah. in the league right now. We've got two Let's, two we, expected sweeps. Yeah, can we ahead. skip past the sweeps? Yeah, well, there was just going to be a, sta- a statement of that. All right, the, state the, them. The, 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 ex- the, expe- the expected sweeps have happened, uh, with the exception of the Warriors still need one more win. I think it's tonight. But was was this round of sweeps expected? I, I For me, I'm going to say the Warriors, absolutely yes. Warriors, yes. Raptors, no. Uh, the Ra- so let's talk briefly about the Raptors. Okay. I don't, we won't. We don't want to spend too much time. The Raptors are done. They're toast. The Raptors are pathetic. Um, like so again, uh, we're not going to get into anything about the Cavs in this right now, and we're not going to get into about how the fact that I hate LeBron. We're, but <laughs> I, I res- I've been clear that I respect LeBron and how good he is and how good the Cavs are, and the, the Raptors are still pathetic. I, I mean, pathetic. the quotes from the Raptors during this series are so sad, so so sad. <laughs> 
Um, and, and after the series. Did you see DeMar DeRozan's quote after the series? No. He said that if we had LeBron, we would have won the series. He said that. Ugh. Like, who's dude, Like, you're playing against you're, the dude. You're competing against this guy. He's obviously the best in the league. Everyone knows that. You don't have to sit there and praise him like he's God. Yeah. Like, compete against him. Yeah, like, try to beat him. Oh, good. Yeah, and don't so, say, like, oh, he's so good, we can never we, beat him. Like, that's the reason we that's stink. That's why we stink, yeah. yeah. Like, like you can't say – I don't care if you think that. You can't say that. Yeah. Like, you can't say that to your fan base. You can't say that to your teammates. You can't say that. Uh, so, anyway, the, so that's it. The Raptors are pathetic. Um, the, they have a they have an offseason of questions coming up. Kyle Lowry just opted out of his contract, so they got to decide if they're going to give him a max deal or not. And if they do – if they give Kyle Lowry the max, this is the Raptors. Like this is who they are. So yeah. it's a real tough spot to be in. He is an all-star point guard, but I mean, they won. A, they won a series against the Bucks, who are a very good young team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then they just mentally didn't have it. They, I, mean, I think yeah. they've got the talent. They just yeah. did not have the mentality to beat yeah. the, the Cavs. And and again, nobody expected them to beat the Cavs, but especially to them. go down the way they went down. Yeah, especially them. Yeah. yeah. To to go down the way they went down is is just is the embarrassing part. It's not that they lost. If if they push this to six like they did last year, you know, then okay, that's yeah. fine. And it's not even that you get swept. It's that you get swept and complain and cry and say that and act defeated. Yeah, and say that oh well, we had no shot anyway. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. it's terrible. It's, it's bad it's for just, sports. It's, it's not just it's, bad for basketball. It's bad. It's for terrible. Sports. Yeah, it's terrible for sports. So. Um, so, so that's it. So, so those two, the two expected teams are sweeping their way to the conference finals where at least hopefully they'll face a tougher, uh, definitely in the West, it'll be a tougher test, uh, for the Warriors. Hopefully the Cavs draw a tougher test, but we'll, we'll bring that, uh, to the table now with the Celtics and the Warriors. Again, a tale of two completely different, uh, two series in itself here with games two, uh, games one and two, then flipping to games three and four. So I saw a stat uh, I mean, and this is this is great for basketball. This is what you need in a series. You need two yeah. teams playing extremely well at home, your home field advantage making a difference, yeah. um, and then stars coming out to play. Mm-hmm. John Wall came out to play last mm-hmm. last uh, was it last night? No, two nights uh, ago. Both uh, last night. It was last last night. night. Uh, well, Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night. Um, if you're listening, and it, it's really and it's a little chippy. Not like a not, not like really yeah. chippy, but chippy enough to where. They're kind of jawing back and forth. They really, really want to win. Very unlike the Cavs-Raptors yeah, series. Nothing like the Cavs-Raptors um, series. This is a very hard-fought tooth and nail. I, I saw some stat that in four games, in order, the the Warriors went on large runs. The Wizards, yeah. Or yeah, the Wizards, yeah. sorry. The Wizards went on very large runs against, Huge. against the Celtics. In order, it went game one, 14, game two, 16, Game yeah. three, 26. 20. And uh, then sorry, then, sorry, 20, 21 22 or 22, and, game, and then game four, 26. 26 yeah. So at this rate, they're going to go on a 40 to <laughs> forty to zero run in yeah. game five. But the, the Celtics really need to – I don't know what it is because that's hard to – because they're, def- they're a good defensive team, not a great defensive team. So, I just think the Warriors – Lockdown on defense. Wizards. <laughs> so why do I keep saying that? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, the, the Wizards have Wizards. Been, the Wizards games three and four. The Wizards defense th- they completely adjusted on defense and to their credit. Uh, I I did not know if the Wizards had it in them to adjust on defense. So when they were a bad defensive team before games three and four. As a Celtics fan watching a twenty six zero run, how oh, did you feel? Oh, just uh, just what are the what's the range of emotions? Starts like, up. Yeah, it start so. It's that's a good point because I was watching this game at the bar and we, uh, you know, I, I, no, 
at the very start of the second half, people weren't quite paying back attention to the TV yet. And I, I had been watching it, and somebody was like, oh, like what happened? And I was like, oh, they went on, they went on a little run there. It was the, This was the 9 nothing run to start the half that ballooned into 26. I said they went on a little run there. It was 9 nothing. Celtics called a timeout. That's fine. As you then see that come out of it, and it, you put on 9 more, now it's 18 nothing. You're like, okay, wow, this is comically bad. Like it, it's, it has to end here. And then to put eight more on and, and and to get to 26, you're like, wow, the game's over. Like two seconds ago, the game was tied. Yeah. The game's over now. Um, it, it's really infuriating. And uh, for me, it was – I mean, the turnovers were brutal, terribly, terribly brutal. It's your Transition is how you give up a 26 to nothing run. Yeah. You're not going to play half-court basketball and just give up a 26 nothing run. Like if you're set on defense – you're going to make some stops, and you're you eventually make, going to get some baskets. If you make the right plays on offense, you're going to get a layup every yeah. like within and, and, eight possessions. Yeah, and, and one of and Brad's uh, one of Brad Stevens' quotes after the game when they asked him about that is that he said, "If you're going to turn the ball over against these guys, I would rather us drop kick it into the stands, yeah. like because at least then we can set our defense." And it sounds it's obviously stupid, like it's, you'd never do that, but they, like it's they are very good fast break team. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, I mean, you get John Wall gets ahead of steam. That's when he's at his very best. They're not a an excellent setup offense. No. They they don't have slashers. No. They have Bradley Beal who they're can John, be if he needs to be, and or John Wall, Wall who's ISO, who's exactly. like a, drip, uh, a everyone one else, on one player. Everyone else is a Mar- Markeith Morris, uh, Marcin Gortat. Those yeah. guys are set play guys. Yeah, yeah. I so, agree. So uh, setting your defense is really important. So the Celtics need to need to stop turning the ball over, um, and, and they got they got to make their shots. So. Where am I at here? I'm in a similar place to where I'm in a similar place to where I was after games one and two against the Chicago Bulls for the Celtics. I, I, end of those two games, I'm like, what am I watching, and how is it going to change? Like they're just getting dominated down low, like nothing's going right. So that's the bright side for me is that there's hope because they just they just turned it around and rolled from there on out. Um, but at the same time, I have a little bit more worry in this situation because the Wizards are a much better team than the Bulls are. So, and the cool thing is the Wizards are also a three point shooting team. They are now. They are so now. John Wall is in the playoffs. John Wall yeah. wasn't a good three-point shooter, but they did have a few. I mean, Bradley Beal has been a good three-point shooter. Otto Porter has turned it on in the playoffs. Like he's he's been lighting it up in this yeah. series. So it's um, a, it's a very cool matchup because the teams do match up very well. They do. They Two do. really good point guards. Yeah. A lot of shooters and a couple really established good big men. Yeah. And and, and the vulnerability of the Celtics is coming to the forefront. If 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 the if. If any more games in the series go the way that those these last two have gone, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutally highlighted everywhere that they that that their their complementary shooters aren't as good as they've been playing. You know that that these guys like Crowder and Bradley are not as good as they as they were all season. Yeah. You know, and, and that'll be the criticism. Uh, so it's really important for these guys to come out and have good games in Game Five. Um, but uh, so you know, you mentioned it. The home teams have won every one of the eight games in this season series between these two teams. The home team has won every game. I saw a stat that the Celtics have only won. Uh, sorry, the Celtics have only lost by 15 or more points. They've lost by 15 or more 10 times in the this season, regular season and playoffs. They're, they've lost by 15 plus 10 times, and it's happened all four times they've gone to Washington. Interesting. 15 plus point losses. They just can't play in Washington. Yeah. So that, that, that's the other bright side if you're a Celtics fan is that Washington has not proven they can play in Boston either. Um, Despite, other than that, they, sixteen to nothing run to start they, the series. They prove they can play they, they in the can, first quarter. Yeah, in <laughs> exactly. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, to me, I think Game Five is the series. Um, I think that if Washington wins Game Five, 
Celtics are in deep, deep trouble going back to Washington, needing to win yeah. game six and seven. I think on the flip side, if Washington goes back home with a must win, they might win that game. But I think asking them to win six and seven is also too tall a task. I think game five winner is the winner of the series. And that's Wednesday and at 8 p.m. that's Wednesday at 8 p.m. So uh, that one's huge. Uh, and then real quick, we got uh, any, any other thoughts on Celtics Wizards? No, I think, like I said, it's a very good matchup. I, I'm as a semi-neutral fan i mean obviously you're you're a celtics fan and and one of our other good friends is a wizards fan but kind of as neutral as you can get living in boston i think it's an awesome series for basketball yeah it definitely is um and then on the other side i think another awesome series for basketball is the spurs and rockets we won't talk as much about this series but you know give it its credit because i think that for all that we can hate on the two series that were just terrible in the warriors and Cavs series the other two series are very good Mm -hmm. um the the spurs rockets are are Definitely two of the best five teams in the league. Probably the next two best teams in the league, I would say, after um, the Cavs and Warriors. I don't think the Celtics and Wizards have shown that they're better than either of these teams out West, necessarily. So uh, the Spurs and the Rockets, uh, you know, every time one team looks like they're they're done, the other team comes back and, and, yep. and evens it up. The Spurs got blown out in game one. Looked like they might not, you know, once again, it's like, oh, Spurs are on their last legs. They're too old, like... Even though they got they got the younger uh, younger blood in there now with Kawhi and some other guys, you know the criticisms that they're too old. Then they come back, win the next two. Then the Rockets look like they're on their heels and they come out and win by twenty in Game Four. Um, so two to two for me. This has seven written all over it. What are your thoughts? This is a toss up to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to. I, we I picked the Rockets at the beginning and you picked the Spurs. Spurs. We both said seven. Uh, we both said seven. I'm still picking the Rockets just because I do think. This is the first time I've ever looked at the Spurs and been like, "Whoa, maybe they don't have it." Yeah. Usually, it's just they're mach- they're machine like, and they yeah. they only lose because the cog in the machine is broken. Yeah. Um, this time, it, there's they've shown some weaknesses, and the Rockets can definitely outscore them, which is what you need to do. Uh, so I'm I'm still picking the Rockets, but this this for me is fifty fifty. It could go either way. Yeah, same with me. Uh, I, I'll stick with the Spurs because I picked them. I want the Rockets to win. Um, I think Rockets-Warriors would be a great matchup. I completely agree. That's why I want the Rockets to win. Mainly because both teams don't really play defense. Yeah, right. I mean, the Rockets are good defense this year, but it would be a shootout. I mean, they would turn this into a shootout. The Rockets are okay team defense, but they're not, like, specialists by any means. When when the pressure's on and James Harden and Steph Curry are on the court shooting together, they're going to want to out-shoot each other. Exactly. Like, they're they're going to—basketball is an ego-driven game, and if you're going to be on a court with someone who's shooting threes and— taking ridiculous shots, yeah. you're going to out-duel them. And to be honest, that might be, to me, that might put the Warriors in the most vulnerable spot that you can put them in. I think that what you just said, getting into an ego battle is how, this is just a theory, it's how you can beat the Warriors. Because the Warriors have a ton of egos on their team. Um, I think that when the Warriors are playing the Utah Jazz, <laughs> there's not one ego battle <laughs> yeah, on the floor at all. True. And they will just pass to the open guy, and the open guy will score because he's an all-NBA player. Um, when James Harden starts dueling, like what you just said, like when Harden and Steph maybe start dueling or Harden and Durant start dueling, how does everybody else feel on the Warriors? How does Draymond feel that he's... That, how do that, they get in a rhythm? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. And so I think uh, that could be, you know, that, that's why I think the Rockets, Spurs would be, uh, Rockets Warriors would be a phenomenal series. That said, Spurs are the Spurs and, you know, Popovich, Kawhi Leonard, those are guys that you'd also not mind seeing go up against them, but... For me, it's just like the Warriors have too many star players to really 
they can neutralize Kawhi's defense a little bit when they got four stars on the court. Like Kawhi will, will shut down one of them, but it, it'll go under you know under the radar because they have other stars. So um, I would like to see the Rockets and the Warriors, and I think that the Rockets have the best chance out of those two to beat the Warriors. So. Uh, yeah, that's and, why I want that. And a little note too is Nene is now out yeah, that, that with hurts. a groin injury for the that rest, hurts for them. rest of the season. So um, that's going to be tough. Nene's been a big. Um, yeah, he's a big. He's a key role player for that. Yeah, big men are I think, important. He's, I think I mean, he's a bench player for he, them, not a starter. I mean, I'm he not. Could be. Either yeah. way, he, he plays a big role in their offense. Yeah, he big, helps yeah. spread the floor for James Harden. You need a big man if you're going to have a shooter, uh, and it's that's going to be tough. Yeah. But I still think they can pull it out. But that's a big hit for yeah, the Rockets. Definitely, definitely. So. Uh, that's that for NBA. Moving to the NHL now, real quick. Uh, uh, so Penguins Caps are in uh, Game Six as we are speaking right now. So we won't t- comment too much on it because uh, it could change by the time we're done recording this. But the Caps are currently up two to nothing at the end of the second, which so, would push this to three to three, which push this to seven, which is what everyone wants. Make I think. a great Game Seven um, yeah. because these two teams, uh, seeing them go at it in Game Seven, would be phenomenal. And it's, a, it's a very chippy game, so Game Seven would be. Oh yeah. Great, and this is kind of, and any time that you get a game seven after someone was down three one is just like, for me that's one of those where just like you can't get a higher energy in a game seven than that when a team's come back from three to one down. It's like everyone's got the, the team that had the three one leads got a ton of pressure on them. Team that was down three to one's got a ton of confidence and energy. Uh, I I just think that would be a phenomenal game seven. So we have that. Uh, we have the Rangers and the Senators uh, who are going to a game six in New York, so that could easily go seven. Yep. Um, surprise! Surprise that the Senators are, are up three-two on the Rangers. Very surprised. I, uh, I said it on. The, I probably said it on the podcast. I thought the Rangers would handle the Senators easily. Uh, I still don't think the Senators are that good, but I just have <laughs> to just I guess accept that they might. Maybe they are, and it's just an annoying way of being good. I don't know, but uh, they're up three-two on the Rangers. But uh, the Rangers are going home for Game Six. So yeah. I think there's and, a good chance they force. And speaking of a team that's not that good. The Nashville Predators <laughs> are good. Are good. They're in the conference. <laughs> they're in the conference finals. Uh, swept the Blackhawks 4-0. Finished the Blues pretty handily 4-2. Looked very good doing it. I think they're the, the team. I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but I think they're the team to beat. I mean, so I'm other, still going to say the Penguins or Caps are the team to beat. Uh, one of those two. But I love the Predators right now. I, I mean, hot goalie can get you very far in the playoffs. Pekka Rene is is a hot goalie for sure. That's what wins you. That's what wins. That's what wins championships in, in the NHL playoffs. Uh, not solely, but it's a huge factor. That's the only thing uh, you need, just the, a goalie. <laughs> um, and the pre- the Predators play a, a similar actually trap style to what the uh, sorry did I say the Senators? The Predators play a similar trap style to what the Senators play. Uh, but the Predators, I think, are a better team. They have better players, and uh, yeah. So uh, Nashville is advancing, and then uh, Game Seven coming between the Ducks and the Oilers. So um, uh, the Oilers, Oilers won and Ducks. seven to one to force a Game Seven there. So tons of momentum for them out of Game Six. Uh, that, that's a crazy swing, really, because I I think we talked before. Anaheim was down three to nothing in Game Five with three minutes left. They came back and won that game. So giant comeback, huge momentum builder, and then they lose seven to one uh, in a closeout opportunity. So uh, crazy series there. NHL, you know, these series are just phenomenal. I, I mean, to to see the conference semifinals all going six or seven games is yeah. is great for the sport. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the opposite of what we have going on yeah. in basketball. We have four very good matchups, and we have yeah. in hockey playoff hockey, anything can happen. Uh, it, Basketball is pretty predictable. It's very rare that there's a, a crazy upset, yeah. especially in the playoffs. So 
this is a very good series for yeah, hockey. Yeah, it's like great. It. And and the top teams are in danger of going down on either side. The Blackhawks already went down in a sweep in in the first round, and now you know potentially Pittsburgh, Washington, one of them one of them's going home, obviously. So uh, lots of parity in the NHL playoffs. Um, that's that. You want to uh, touch on Matt Harvey? Sure. Uh, LOL, Matt <laughs> Harvey. That's all I really have to say. Uh, yeah. The Mets are, are unfortunately. I, I like the Mets, but uh, again season's becoming a joke. That's just yeah. how the Mets operate. Uh, Syndergaard refuses an MRI, pitches the next day, out for six weeks at least <laughs> because of a tear. Like, stupid, idiot. Yeah. Uh, Matt Harvey, they haven't said what Matt Harvey did. The players are not defending him, uh, whatever it is. I think he just he missed a game or missed a practice. He missed something for a bad reason, uh, and there's speculations that he was yeah. golfing or that it was just a bad Whatever it was, his players are not defending him, and I think this could be it for Matt Harvey. I like yeah. Matt Harvey. I think he's a he's a bro who happens to be good at baseball. He's like the Jay Cutler of baseball. He's yeah. just kind of a yeah. Except he had a lot more promise. He I did. Mean, he yeah. did. He was a stud, and yeah. he still could be. Yeah. He's just or like a John Lackey, like yeah. a yeah. lot of promise. Just yeah. doesn't really care that much about the sport. Yeah. Um, but Mets, Harvey, LOL. Yeah. That's all we have to LOL. say. LOL. Another LOL <laughs> is uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, we won't talk about this much, but $495 are what his shoes will cost you. And uh, if you want the flip-flops, 250 bucks. So pretty good deal. Nice. Um, Half off. Yeah. So uh, I heard only like 300 have been sold. That's way more than I would have expected to be sold. <laughs> well, it's probably like 300 bloggers. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Just like Re- oh, realistically, just so they could write, I bought Lonzo Ball's shoe. Yeah. Here's the review. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty funny. Uh, Terrible. I hope that. I mean, yeah, I hope it crashes I hope, and burns. I hope, yeah, I, I hope, just it, hope. I hate everything about it. I respect them going on a limb, declining. Well, not declining, but trying to their own yeah. thing, saying we're yeah. not going to sign unless you sign all yeah. three, unless you yeah. buy our brand, unless you do this, yeah. do that. They're really I would trying like to, to see what goes into it, though. Like, what are the shoes costing them to make? Is what I want to know. Like. 50 cents? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's that low. But what I want – like, LeVar Ball is such a loser. <laughs> yeah. Like, that if he, if he's marking these up, like, if it's costing them 20 bucks to make a pair of these shoes and he's and he, and, and he settled on 495 then, like, I hope he doesn't sell any of them. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I hope oh, it tanks completely. But, it's, not like, a, it's not a luxury like, th- this shoe. Is, this is so him. This is so LeVar Ball to set the price at, the, at $495. Yeah. Like – like you said, I liked that they went on their own, but oh, that's so stupid. Anyway, I hope I hope it fails. Um, last little tidbit in sports: the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are here. Not the Titans. Not the Titans. The Titans. Right. Um, we that's our flag football name. We we do have a flag football team this year. Very stacked roster. Very excited. First games tonight. If you're listening, yeah. Uh, Tennessee Titans. We have two games: seven fifteen, eight fifteen. Uh, real excited. Like I said, star-studded roster. Uh, swag for days. I think we'll be fine. Uh, and I expect championship. Right. I, I have championship eight, aspirations. Eight-game season. What's the prediction? 9-0. and 9-0. I say <laughs> They give us an extra win because we're I, so good. I say 9-0 and as well. <laughs> um, so that's that. Tennessee Titans getting underway. Uh, that's it for sports. That's it for... The Monster Jam. Sports. <laughs> there you go. All right. Keep got to keep that one ready, <laughs> and that brings us to the final drive. You want to go first or second? I'm gonna go first because I think yours deserves to go second. Cool. In like a end the show with it. Here All right. Go. Cool. Cool. Um, mine is Call of Duty is going back to its roots. Modern Warfare. Um, they, oh no, sorry. 
they they moved kept moving further into the future, modern warfare, future warfare, and they just kept moving further and further in the future. They're finally going back to World War II. They're going to do an old-school Call of Duty World War II game. Uh, Call of Duty, universally known as one of the best first-person shooters in the video game world. Finally going back to its roots, and I think it's a great decision. I, I think people are getting sick of moving further and further into the future with gadgets and, and I don't know, stupid vehicles, and it, it was just kind of getting out of control. So uh, the first trailer came out. It looks amazing, as you can as you can guess. The graphics are unbelievable, almost movie-like. It's hard to tell it's a video game. Uh, I, I plan on purchasing it. It's Call of Duty is a throwback for me. It's a big game we used to play in high school with our friends. So I expect a lot of my friends to get it, and I expect to uh, give a good review when it comes out. All right. Call of Duty World War II. Call of Duty World War II. I, Call of Duty has always been a nostalgia game and a uh, ever-developing game. So hopefully they can jump back and... Uh, get in the time machine and produce another <laughs> great game so uh that's that for call of duty my final drive is on a launch of a new uh blog that i'm starting with my uh, brother and my cousins uh boston sports related it's called four on the four there's four of us and there's four boston teams that's where the name originated and uh we just getting it started now so it's kind of a medium to basically just do boston stuff you know we don't do nearly uh exclusive at all boston stuff we're really a a melting pot on our podcast so uh sort of a, a an alternate medium to go a little bit deeper dive into some of the boston topics boston team topics uh and let my brother and my cousins give their completely irrational <laughs> and complete hardo takes on on all boston sports uh, and i can uh, serve as a little bit of a damper and then also sometimes uh support the hardo take as well um but that's four on the four new blog that we're starting up uh don't really have like a domain name or anything yet for it so it's probably easiest to just go uh, four on the four on Twitter. Uh, the spelled out. I just made that handle, so the link's there. Uh, the link to the blog is there, or you can, you know, if you're friends with me on Facebook or anything, you can get it there too. So uh, check it out. We'll be probably posting some stuff on the Celtics as this uh, Wizards series goes on, and then uh, get into the Red Sox season and all all the other stuff that goes on. So you finally have a medium your, to talk about Boston sports uh, without me interrupting. Without you interrupting, exactly. <laughs> so, but uh, that said, uh, there certainly will be times like this. This discussion we had on the Celtics today was good. I could easily cut that up. Cut that clip up, put it on the Boston Sports blog, and, and plug ourselves. I'm gonna well, be a so. regular contributor in yeah. the haters corner section. <laughs> I think that's. A, I think I'm gonna. Well, just... one of one of the four authors is a huge LeBron James fan, so you Let's so go. you can jump on the first article that he posts, and you can you can be a hater by way of liking the hater post. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna be the most trolly commenter <laughs> you've ever seen. Um, so that's that. Four on the four. Check check it out on Twitter at uh, four on the four, or just look at my Facebook or anything like that. So. That's it. That's Episode it. 63 of You Heard It Here Second. Uh, that's all we got. Yeah. So we'll Thanks see you guys for listening. next week for Episode 64. All right. Later days.